Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. friends and I began walking to the river and even at this early time in the morning there were thousands and thousands of other people small streams of people that led into one massive torrent of humanity walking towards the banks of the river along the path were hundreds and hundreds of speakers sounding out the holy vowel Part 2 of Christian Sharma's story, Confluence and Faith. So in the first part of this story, I had left the small mountain village with a group of people to join them on a spiritual pilgrimage journey throughout the cities of North India. We had arrived at the city of Allahabad for the Mahakumbha Mela, here we joined a group of over 30 million people clamoring to bathe in the waters of the Ganges River. From the city of Allahabad, we moved eastward towards south-central Bihar. And it is in this region that the next story takes place. You can't go there tonight, bellowed the large man on the motorcycle. You can't go there. I mean, there's kidnapping, murdering Noxalites that live there. You can't go there tonight. So I thought to myself, oh my, nobody told me about kidnapping, murdering Noxalites when I decided to come here. Why didn't my friend tell me about these kidnapping, murdering Nuxalites? About six months before I came on this trip, the indentured servant of our landlords had left for his hometown. This is a long story in itself, but needless to say, this boy came from a very impoverished background and him along with a number of other children from his village had been sent up to our region to work with the promise of bringing money home for the families. After their term of service had expired, many of the, the local people refused to give them their rightful wages so that they could go home to their families. Our landlords were one of them. Instead of giving them their rightful wages, they said, No, we'll pay you after the winter. Work for another six months and then you can go home. From an offering that had been given to us earlier, we decided that we would be a blessing to this kid 
and let him go back to his family. So we helped him by giving him some of the money that, that our landlords should have paid him. We also gave him an SD card for his phone. And on this SD card was the Avenus World Radio broadcast in Hindi. On here was the Hindi audio drama of the Jesus stories in the Gospels. On this was Christian songs that we had downloaded for him to listen to. And we told him as much as we could tell him about Jesus because we knew we might never see him again. Before he left, I said, Chotu, which means small boy. Chotu, tell me, where does your family live? And he said, okay, from the city of, of Gaia, you have to go to another city. And then from there, you got to walk about three hours. And then you're going to come to a river. And by the river, there's two really big trees. And we live near one of those big trees. You can't miss it. it you'll, you'll be able to find it. And I said, well, Chotu, what's your father's name? What's your mother's name? What's your brother's names? Your uncle's names? Tell me everything that you can tell me. He hadn't been home since he was just a small boy, so he couldn't give me accurate information about everything. But when I arrived in the city of Gaya Bihar with my friends on their pilgrimage, I knew that I was as close to my friend Chotu as I would ever be. We had traveled nearly a thousand miles to get to this place. And so I called my wife and I said, should I go visit him? Should I leave this group and go visit our friend? And we prayed about it and she said, yes, I think that this is God's will that, that you should go. So I told my friends that I'd come on this long trip with, I said, I'm gonna stay here and I'm gonna find Chotu. They all know who Chotu was because we're all neighbors. And they said, why would you visit him? I said, just trust me, I want to visit him and I'll see you in two days. I'll take a train and meet you at your next destination. So they said, okay, that's fine. If you want to see Chotu, that's fine. We'll see you in two days. After my friends left, I began inquiring. Do you know where this place is? Do you know where my friend's village is? And they said, uh, no, yes, but no, no. That village? You can't go there. And that's when I met a large man on a motorcycle that said, Yes, I know where that city is, that village is. I know where it is, but you cannot go there. It is unsafe. I said, but now I, I have to go. I, I've left my group. I, I have to go. I'm so close. He said, well, I'll tell you what you need to do. Tomorrow, I'll arrange a taxi for you. You will leave early in the morning and you will arrive at the main town. When you get to that town, you go talk with the police. And the police will send an armed escort to go with you all the way to his village. I said, oh my, armed escorts? Kidnapping, murdering Nuxalites? Oh my, I didn't know what I was in for. Needless to say, I did not sleep very well that night. I stayed in a grungy little hotel, and I woke up at about 2 o'clock in the morning, and I was just praying and praying, God, what is your will for, the, for me? I believe that you're calling me to go here, but I have a small child at home. My wife's expecting me to come home. And then I realized that if God calls me to a place, he can protect me. 
If God calls me to do something, I'm going to be safer following His will than I will be anywhere else. I was, I was weeping as I was considering the surrender that, that God wanted me to do. I didn't know what God had in store, and I, I thought that God was going to take care of me. But deep down inside me, I was still a little bit afraid of being kidnapped. But God gave me peace about this decision, and early in the morning, I was by the road waiting for my taxi. The taxi showed up two hours late. I was not terribly impressed with the driver, and I scolded him a little bit for being so delinquent on his obligation. But as we were driving, we began realizing that it wasn't going to take very long because the roads were all brand new. I had just enough time to write a friend's number on my leg. I wrote his, his name and his number and I said, if found, please call my friend. We got to the police station and the driver got out and talked with the police chief. The police chief said, oh no, 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 you don't have to worry about anything. You just drive down this road and the village will be down there about 10 minutes on the left side. this is certainly nice. Apparently what had happened is that in the years that my friend was an indentured servant and away from home, the government had done a lot of work in this region to combat the claims of the kidnapping murdering Nuxalites. They had done much to improve the economic situation of the towns and the villages so that the claims of those that are opposed to the government wouldn't have any value and that people wouldn't follow their nefarious ways. So instead of a three hours walk, we arrived at my friend's village in just a few, few short minutes. I got out of the car and I began asking for my friend's name, by my friend's father's name, by the friend's brother's name, his uncle's. Very quickly, a large crowd gathered and my friend's brother came. My friend's brother recognized me because he had been in a delegation of people to help his brother and many other child servants escape from their indentured servitude. He recognized me and he said, Christian Bai, my brother does not live here anymore. He says, he was here but he has just gone just, just a few short days before he went to work in another region of the country. But you remember those, that SD card that you gave us? Remember those stories? We listen to those stories all the time. We listen to those stories and we, we want another SD card because that one's broken. He gave me my friend's number and I called my friend and the first thing my friend said was, Christian Bai, please send another SD card with those stories. Please give us another copy of the songs and the Bible stories that, that you gave us before because we listen to them every night. My friend's brother's wife and her kids came by and around their neck was a little string necklace and on that necklace was a little picture of Jesus. Now they did not know that I was coming. They didn't have any time to prepare. My friend's brother said, Christian Bai, we listen to those stories. We believe in Jesus. He 
says, please give me a Bible. Please give me a Bible because I can read. I'm the only one in my family that can read, but I can read and I want a Bible. He says, please send me one. I was overwhelmed with, with emotion. I was overwhelmed because in this dark area where there's very little knowledge about the true God, in this dark area where there's millions upon millions flocking to the banks of the Ganges, they're looking for many other ways for their, the solution to their problems in this life, to the solution for their, their problems for their next life. But in this place, God gave me a glimpse of what He is doing to bring people back to Him. What He is doing to share His love and His goodness, even in the very remote areas of Bihar and Uttar Pradesh and North India, God is working. One little action, one little simple thing, an SD card given in the hands of a child servant, could help bring people to Christ. What can you do to help people come to Christ? What can you do to share his love? God had impressed me to make another SD card before I went to visit my friend. So I downloaded the same stories, the same songs, the same Avenus World Radio podcast, and so I was able to give them another one. Every time I speak with his family, I am overwhelmed by what even little things can do to draw people to Christ. If this story also touches your heart, why not join AFM and do God's work as a missionary? To learn more, point your browser to afmonline.org or call 800-937-4236. I joined this pilgrimage with my friends so that I could learn about their culture and their ways. I did not know what was going to happen at each step, but I knew that my heart was breaking to see these millions and millions of lost people reach for Christ, that they might be able to see the Lamb of God which truly takes away their sins.